Welcome to Feed the Fish. For this week's episode, we'll be discussing 10 items that I use every week that you may or may not. I think these items are pretty important to what I do on a week-to-week basis, but they're somewhat of a random collection. But I suppose this is a list of 10 things that in an ordinary week I just can't do without. I think the first thing is my camera. I have a Sony A6600. It is a top-of-the-line mirrorless APS-C camera. Um, It doesn't have a record limit, which is a particularly useful feature. I often use it for live streaming our church services. I use it for taking photographs, um, often landscapes or portraits. I have two different lenses. Uh, The first lens is a 16 to 70 mil, which is quite nice because at 16 mils it's very wide and it's great to get a good picture of what's going on and what you're seeing. But it's also quite nice when you zoom all the way in at 70, it's it's just a bit more reach than the standard 18 to 55 kit lens that you often get. So that's my daily lens, that's the lens that lives on my camera. But I also have another lens, and that is a 30mm lens, but it's 1.4 of aperture. So having an aperture of 1.4 means that the depth of field or or the, the slice of the image that's in focus, you could say, is much smaller. So you can highlight someone's face or you can highlight a plant or a bug or an insect or or whatever you really want. And so that thinner depth of field is particularly good for portraits. And often that's what I'll use for portraits. But I actually find myself using that lens a lot less, even though I really like the look of it, even though I like the focal length and find it great for portraits. Uh, My daily driver lens is the 16 to 70. Obviously, if I'm using a camera a lot, well, I suppose not that obviously, but for the way I use my camera, it's quite important to have a tripod, and that's item number two. I have a Peak Design tripod. Um, I have the aluminium one. I don't have the carbon fiber one. It's almost twice the price. So the aluminium was just fine. I I was quite happy to lug a few extra grams of aluminium around, especially considering as this tripod packs up very thin. It's about the the width or girth of a water bottle is not too bad at all and it's short enough that it actually fits in my bag so I'm quite happy to carry this tripod around I suppose not everyone carries a tripod around in their bag but I do uh, it's great to have it on hand and the mobile phone mount is surprisingly useful well what next uh, my computer I have a MacBook Pro 2019 and I use this computer every single day but I only use it for work. Uh, I have an iPad, which I'll get to, but my computer is a work computer. So I use it for writing. I do a lot of typing on it. I do a lot of preparing of sermons, preparing of reports, uh, doing reading, uh, research. I record my podcast on my Mac. Um, Lots of different things. Anything that's really to do with work and production of content, often I'll, I'll, sp- I'll produce everything that I, everything I produce, I produce on my Mac. Uh, and so that's, that's probably the, it's the creative outlet of, of these things. It's in a sense, everything goes through that. Everything will, so that when I'm live streaming, of course, the camera plugs into the Mac and goes through there. When I'm recording my podcast, then that goes through my Mac. When I'm typing a sermon, when I'm typing a report, that goes through my Mac. So all my all my output is really channeled through there. Where do I input stuff? Well, actually, less through the Mac, more through my iPad Air 4, which is item number four, rather fittingly. Um, 
My iPad is a content consumption and a content marking up device, which are very similar. So I think the first thing I use my iPad for is of course consuming content. I watch videos on it, I read articles, um, but I also take copious notes. I will take notes on documents that I mark up if gov the government produces new regulations surrounding COVID, or I have a paper to read over, or I'm taking a book and having a look at it, if I've got a PDF to mark up, if I'm reading up on a particular subject and I'm having a look at that, all of that will really go into my iPad, I load that up in Notability and I'll mark that up and then if I've got any notes I'll make those over and above that. To do that, item number five, which deserves brief mention because I use it every day, but which really can't be understood apart from the iPad is my Apple Pencil. My previous iPad didn't let me have an Apple Pencil and my brother had one and to be honest, I could not see the appeal. It made little sense to me to have a pencil that attached to my iPad. I had a notebook I was perfectly happy with. What was the hype? Um, the hype was real. It is so convenient to be able to just reach into your iPad and mark up something that you've got there. The number of times that I've been carrying my notebook and I'll be reading a PDF on my computer and when I was studying, I'd often have a PDF there and I'd want to mark it up and I'd actually end up printing the whole thing out and then marking it up with pen and I had my two pens and I'd do that. But to actually just be able to grab the Apple Pencil and mark directly onto the screen without any printing, without any waiting, that the convenience of that is really cannot be understated. And the ability to erase completely is of course useful because we make mistakes and another thing that you really can't do uh, with an ordinary pencil that the Apple Pencil does let you do is you're able to circle and move your notes. That's just something that's rather incredible because especially when you're making a mind map you're often trying to formulate your thoughts or come up with a structure of something and you'll write down your mind map and you'll do arrows between each thing. And if you're on paper and you want to restructure or reorder, you have to kind of scratch the whole thing out and go again. On an iPad, you can just circle it with your Apple Pencil and move it around. You can put item four at item one's place or whatever, what have you, you can do it. And it's so convenient to have that. And I found that exceptionally helpful, especially when you're working with a document or an idea that you really need to be quite fluid with, you can save yourself reams of paper. Another thing I use every day, is my wireless charging pad. It's it's slow, it's not fast, but it's one of those things that is a pleasant convenience that is only really appreciated when, well, you actually never appreciate it, so that's why it features on this list. It's convenient to have a coaster that you just put your phone on and it charges, uh, especially when you're watching a TV show or something like that. You get home after work and you put your phone down for a few minutes and you've been taking calls all day, WhatsApping people, uh, whatever. Your phone's running a bit low and it's nice to get a little bit of a kick of charge before the evening. What other things do I use every week? Well, I use mics. I've put this as one item, uh, item number seven. But I use microphones every week, so I'm currently recording into the Rode PodMic. Um, I do have a windshield over it to stop P's and B's. You know that... I'm trying to like exaggerate the sound here so you can hear it, to stop that. 
um, I use my Rode Pod mic every week, of course, to record this podcast. And I actually use it when I go to church as a room mic for the live stream. I also have a Rode M1, which is their sort of live microphone. And often if I'm loaning a mic to someone, I'll lend that one out. Or if I'm looking for a microphone that needs to go in a particular place and I'm not quite happy with the microphone that's there, I'll swap it out and I'll lend the, the Rode M1 for, the, for whatever it is, for the service. Um, maybe we've got a cellist, then I'll give it to him. Or maybe, um, maybe a singer doesn't have a mic that's quite producing their voice the way I want it and it's not sitting where I want it in the mix. Often I'll just swap out their mic for this one because I know how it works and I'm quite happy to EQ it. Now, of course, I could work with the mics that I have, but sometimes they're using a different type of microphone. They'll use a condenser, whereas the M1's a dynamic. It's a bit less sensitive, a bit more rugged, but it's got quite a nice response curve. Um, if you don't normally use mics, you may not know that microphones don't hear everything equally. Uh, we have a range of frequencies um, between, normally it's between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz. Um, which is quite broad, it's wider than most people can hear, but technically those are the limits of what we can hear. And microphones don't respond on a flat line, often they'll have a curve called a frequency response curve, and they'll hear some frequencies better, and they'll hear some frequencies worse. And so having a smoother curve can be quite nice, because you have a gradual change across frequencies, as opposed to maybe a sudden dip or a sudden bump somewhere, it's quite nice to have that smooth response. Um, having these microphones is one thing, but and having them at church makes sense because I have a sound desk there that I can plug them directly into. But we're now onto item number eight, my Scarlett 2i2, which is an audio interface. Uh, if you have a Mac, it probably has USB-C on it, and you probably can't plug ordinary things into it. So you have a USB-C hub. A Scarlett 2i2 is essentially a hub for microphones. It's got amplifiers in there which take the very quiet signal from a microphone and boost that up. And it allows me to listen through my headphones, which actually are item number 10, but I'm gonna make them item number nine. So my headphones are then plugged into that and I can actually hear what I'm saying and recording as I record, which is of course really convenient. And my last item is a kind of surprise item, which is a trumpet. It's unrelated to my work. I don't normally trumpet at the office. Um, my, my colleagues might quickly become my enemies if I did that, um, but I rather enjoy trumpeting. It is something that I practice. I tend not to practice too loudly because I have neighbors, I live in a flat, and I don't want to inconvenience them. But often I'll go to the church hall during the week um, because there's great acoustics, and I'll play a trumpet solo or two there as a little bit of a break. And that's really everything. Those are the 10 things that I use every week. Uh, what are the 10 things you use every week? Uh, tweet me at Matt underscore Will underscore Wright and tell me what are the 10 things you use every week.